Hi everyone, this is the Refinance Finance Podcast. You're welcome to this very special segment and episode. And we're trusting that the Lord will um, bless you and He will cause His light to, to shine through the dark parts of your life. And most especially, He will... Um, bring um, transformation you bring um, he'll bring you to that point where you will conform to his dealings his will and everything that would ever help you get to the fullness of um, of God in Christ Jesus so you're welcome once again and I trust that you will be blessed. So today I'm talking about the new mercies of God and you see I love you to um, open your heart and just get aligned and I trust that the Lord will bless you. So Lamentations chapter 3 verse 22 23. The steadfastness of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. So the subject of mercy, I will love to say, is the prerogative of of God. So mercy is... um, only given to God and unto the excellency of that office and um, and the position as God. And in the strength of this, Elohim said in Romans chapter 9, verse 15 to 18, unto Moses, he said, I am God. I will show mercy on whom I will show mercy on compassion on whom I will show compassion on and you see this was just the words of the Lord to Moses and he said I will show mercy on whom I will show mercy on and compassion on whom I will show compassion on meaning that as God it is in my place to kill and to make a life to hate and to love to give and to hold back. So now I also want you to understand that the mercy is not just for sinners or the mercy of God is not just for sinners. So uh, we used to think that uh, whenever the the subject or the word mercy is being mentioned or the subject mercy is being raised, the first thing that comes to your mind is that ah, this person committed a sin this person sinned. No, 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 no. It doesn't really work like that. This is not it. It is more than, I mean, it's more than that. So the prayer of mercy or mercy is not just given to sinners. So it is possible that as a believer who is in Christ Jesus, you will consistently be in need of mercy. So um, I pray that the Lord will help us gradually. So, um, 
So mercy is for everyone and for everything that is created by God. Okay, so the system of mercy is an orchestration by God and by divinity to change a man's evil to good. So a clear example is between Esau and Jacob, the butler and the baker, in a lot more. So my counsel to you is that you should labor to stay in the mercies of God. But remember that mercy is the prerogative of God. So mercy makes that a wrong is changed to right. And by the reason of this, judgment is undeservingly averted. So in Lamentations chapter 3 verse 23, the Bible began to expand to us on the availability of the mercy of God on daily basis to humanity. So no wonder the Bible says that the Lord loads us daily with benefits. You can find that in Psalms chapter 68 verse 19. I said, on daily basis, the mercy of God is being made available to humanity. And said, no wonder the Bible said in Psalms chapter 68 verse 19 that he loads us daily with benefits. Now why is it that the mercy of the Lord is readily available for everyone i mean for everyone and then uh, it's so unfortunate that we can't plug into uh, this uh, system so why is it that on daily basis we are consistently helpless whereas the lord has given to us mercy the lord has made provisions for us in all ramifications of our existence why so as children of God, there is so much availability and so much benefit in God. And these benefits are on daily basis. And mercy is one of these benefits. And as believers, we must consistently labor to obtain these benefits or these many benefits from God. So at the availability of mercy, your effort becomes extremely useless. So mercy is not as a result of your righteous or the height of your iniquity, but it is by the prerogative of God to make this available when he pleases, okay? So when the subject of mercy is being mentioned, the first thing that it will do is that a righteous man cannot beat his chest and say, it is by the reason of his righteousness that he was delivered. So you will see a spiritual man at that point saying, it is by the Lord's mercy that I have not been consumed. So not your works, but by the mercy of God. It is not by the degree of your purity. It is not by the degree of your... I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not saying that purity doesn't keep a man, no. It does. In fact, it was it was one of the instructions of the Lord. Are we together? But I tell you, I tell you the truth. I've seen many holy Christians meet their early graves. I've seen a lot of sinless Christians meet their early graves. I tell you the truth. I've seen pastors die. I've seen. Come on now. 
So, in Titus chapter 3 verse 5, the Bible speaking says, Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercies, he saved us. Oh my God. Uh, it is not by your righteousness, neither is it by your many good works. Am I saying that good works doesn't pay? No. Am I saying that righteousness doesn't pay? No. But all I'm saying is that it is not by these things. When the subject of mercy or when mercy is being mentioned, please, I beg you as a believer, understand that this is a prerogative of God. Yes. Understand that this is a prerogative of God and He chooses whom to show mercy to and whom to have compassion on. So now let's think about it. What were or what were the errors of Esau? Can you can you think about it? Now, if I was to analyze these two characters, Esau and Jacob, if you're careful and you're honest with yourself, Esau was more hardworking than Jacob. You see, Esau was he, he was diligent. He, 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 he used to, he, he was hardworking. But why was it that at that very vital season and point of his life, mercy had to speak for Jacob and not Esau? And the Bible says, Esau, Jacob have I loved, Esau have I hated. Child of God, how can you explain this? Because if we to judge humanly, I think Esau deserved everything. And the father told Esau, go to the bush, my God. And the guy was diligent. The guy obeyed. The guy did everything right. He, was, he obeyed, he obeyed the, 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 the instructions of the father. He obeyed. Him. Oh my God. So what would have happened what is it that happened that despite all his level of obedience, despite his diligence, despite his hard work, he was still denied of the blessing and another man took his place. What happened? <laughs> the Lord will help us. So it is not by works, it is not by your righteous living. Please don't think I said you shouldn't live. No. Later on, we're going to expand on how important this is, this is. Okay? Because we are talking about the prerogative of God right now. Using, I mean, saying that mercy is the prerogative of God. Okay? But later you'll find out that um, all these um, characteristics of a good Christian will help propagate or um, influence the hand of mercy from God upon the life of a man. But that will be a subject for another time. So, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercies, he has saved us. Is it by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost? That's a subject for the next episode. So first, this scripture helps us to understand that the mercy of God is not made available to a man because of his many good works. 
all his bad works. Now, now let me let me let me let me take us back to the scripture. Let me take us back to the scripture. I, I said that I just want to give you how a little hint on how these things are important and how this um, unique characteristics of a Christian life can help influence the heart of mercy. Now remember a woman called Dorcas. Okay? Now the Bible says at the point she died and then um, the women summoned that um, the man of God should come and pray for her. Are we together? So when the, the man of God came, now it was, if you read the scripture carefully, it was the works of this woman of God that um, propagated or influenced the hand of mercy on her life, thereby bringing her back to life through the man of God. I, I, don't, I don't know if you understand it. So when I talk about um, when we talk about mercy, it's not about works now. It's not about righteousness. Please don't think that they are not necessary. And this is what we're going to treat in our next episode. So, God in Romans was speaking to Moses and he said, I will show mercy on whom I, the Lord, chooses to. And compassion on whom I, the Lord, chooses to. And I started asking some questions and I got... A glimpse of the knowledge of God. So then, as a believer, as a child of God, what can I do to obtain the mercy of God at any time I want? So Jesus speaking to Peter in Matthew chapter 16, verse 19, he said, I will give to you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Now, I want you to understand that the kingdom of God is locked up in mysteries. <laughs> he said, I will give to you keys, what? The keys of what? Heaven. So, I, I, I don't know if somebody would agree with me that. If as a believer, I want to plug into the system of mercy, there is a key I can, I can pick. There is a key I need to have in order to enter into the system of mercy automatically. Now we are getting there. Just follow me. He said, I will give to you the keys of it. He said, whatever you will lose, shall be losing. Whatever you shall what? Buy, shall be bound. So it is possible that as a believer, I can plug into the system of mercy. And as a believer who have gotten the keys of mercy, whatever I will lose, will be losing. And whatsoever will be bound, or I will bow, will be bound. I pray that the Lord will give us understanding. So the Bible speaking in Proverbs chapter 25, verse 2. It said, It is the glory of God to conceal a thing, but the honor of kings is to search out a matter. <laughs> so it is the glory of God. So the, the Lord finds so much pleasure in concealing deep mysteries. But the honor of kings is that they are able to search out these hidden matters. He said the secret of the Lord is, it belongs to us and they are revealed to us and our children. That you can say that in Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 29. So, it is the glory of the Lord to conceal it and the honor of kings to search out the matter. So once you have speak, you, you are able to search out a deep mystery from the life of Christ, from the scripture, 
there is a crown on your head and the light of that mystery you have gotten will begin to radiate in all ramifications of your existence. So I submit to you that the mysteries of the kingdom of God in regards to mercy can be unraveled. <laughs> now I tell you the truth. Until a man is able to trap the essence of the totality of the kingdom, he can never benefit from the abundance of the kingdom. So it's just like you having a president as a father and then all your days you have never known that the president was your father and maybe because your mom had issues with your father and then because of that um, retardedness in knowledge about who your paternal background is you will live in in suffering, you'll be, you'll be suffering all the days of your life. I, I don't know if you can bear that with me. So this is the same case as a believer who have not come into that consciousness about the totality of the kingdom. This is the case of that very believer who has not grown into that consciousness of the totality of the many uh, availabilities in God for his life. So as a believer, the Lord loads you daily with benefits. But why is it that you are still suffering? <laughs> why? I pray that the Lord will help us. Okay. So it is our duty to what? Search out this matter. It is our duty. It's our duty as believers. So I bring to you the words of the Lord today. He said he can never benefit from the abundance of the kingdom because what? He is short of consciousness. So, is he a Christian? Yes. Is he a believer? Yes. Is he a child of God? Yes. Does he go to church? Yes. Does he pay his tithe? Yes. Does he sow seed? Yes. In fact, there's nothing that he does not do. He's even a very active worker in church. But why is he still suffering? There is bankruptcy in knowledge. There's bankruptcy of his total essence in who his father is. So it's just like you living in a life and then someone deposited money to you in your account without being told either by SMS or by um, an alert or the person calling you and telling you that there's money in your account will ever have access to it. So we are given the place, we are in that position as kings ruling this earth to be able to search out deep matters, deep secrets in regard to the totality of the kingdom of God. Now, remember what the Bible says. It says, seek ye first. You know, our, that seeking is about understanding the totality. So, it is by your seeking that the, the many rewards and every other thing will be added to you will come to manifestation. So, why some of us are actually suffering? We have not been able to, we are not seeking, you know, we are 
we are we're selfish with they're doing sorry i'm actually agreeing but it's good that we have an understanding of why we need to unravel lots of mysteries about the kingdom of god see until we are able to unravel these mysteries we will keep suffering we will keep suffering yes so but why is he not benefiting from god why is he still suffering so the secret things belong to god and then these things are revealed to us and our children so God is the revealer and a revelator of these mysteries to men. He said, remember what the Bible says? He said, the Lord will reward those who what? Who diligently seek him. So what do I mean? On a daily basis, you strive to be like Jesus Christ. Apostle Paul said, I press towards a mark. So meaning there is um, so much need for consistency in your daily labor, in uh, becoming like Christ, in conforming to the perfect image of Christ. So there is a lot of work to do. It, it takes a lot of consciousness to live the life of Christ. So as a believer, a child of God that loves the Lord, why is it that you're still suffering? So the secret things are of the Lord <laughs> and God is the revealer. He will always reward those who diligently seek him. Who diligently seek him. So Jesus speaking to Peter in Matthew chapter 16 verse 17. He said, For flesh and blood did not what reveal these mysteries to you. But my Father which is in heaven revealed it to you. So what was revealed to Peter? The, the true knowledge about the person of Jesus Christ. They are all they all thought they all knew Jesus Christ. But the light from the fountains of God fell on Peter and his eyes were opened. You see there is something about when the true knowledge of God comes upon your life. I tell you the truth you will consistently soar in, in that knowledge. You will run with that knowledge for a lifetime. And Jesus, having heard what Peter said, Jesus was able to be that they, this guy did not get these things from the vistas of this realm. That it was and can only be revealed by the Creator. So how did both taught Peter that Jesus was the Christ? Whereas a lot of people say, ah, you are the prophet. Some say you are the, in fact, you are, you are, you are the carpenter's son. Distressed it. You, you, you are just, even some say that he was possessed by his spirit. But Peter said, no. Thou art Christ. And Jesus said, ah, you have been able to journey. Uh, you have been able to journey deep enough into understanding that these things is not of of this world that my personality and my kingdom is not of this world and he said upon this rock you know <laughs> a lot of people who don't know how significant peter was in the life and the ministry of jesus christ even till this present day and Jesus looking at him said, upon this rock, upon this solid ground, what was the solid ground? Upon this 
light upon this knowledge revealed to you only by my father can the church run hi it is this knowledge that god gives you that your business can run it is from the fullness of this knowledge that your ministry can grow he said upon this rock so you want to do business with a canal mine <laughs> you will crumble. And Jesus said, upon this rock, upon the skills that my Father in heaven has given to you, that your business can run. <laughs> I pray that the Lord will help us. So, child of God, there is abundance from the mountains of God. But we will be looking at the subject of mercy and the mysteries around capturing this from God. So, I just wanted to help us understand that sincerely there is a part of God's kingdom that hosts mercy. So, it is just for us as believers to journey to that place. Now, let me give you a little story. Child of God, how would you even explain that some groups of believers were on a journey and then the car had an accident and everybody lost their life but for one man and this one man that was alive he's not even as active and very serious in church like the rest of the people that lost their lives how do you explain that you see when I tell you that it is a prerogative of God. Please believe me. I believe there were pastors in that post. I believe that there were more serious workers than that guy in that post. But how is it that everyone lost their lives? But it was only this guy that survived with some, you know, little injuries or something. It wasn't even serious. It just survived. How would you even explain that as a believer, as a child of God, bad things happen to you. <laughs> How will you explain it? I just want you to, um, to begin to look for the Lord. Yes, let, let me put it like that. Because there is an aspect of God that hosts the dimension of mercy. Yes, it's an aspect of God. So in all that David did, the Lord still gave the eye. He said, this man is after my heart. What is it that David knew that we don't know? We're going to check it out in our next episode. What is it that Jacob knew that his soul did not know? Hey, what is it? We're talking about what? The mercies of God. And there were two people in the prison with, with Joseph. They call it, they call them um, the, the, the butler and the baker. The Bible says, and they began to tell Joseph the, the dream. And there was a lot of interpretation. And I began to ask myself, I said, Lord, what happened? What is it that the one who was restored back to his office? What is it that he knew? What happened? You see, another thing that we should do to help our lives is that. Whenever you see the mercy of the Lord at work, 
though as believers you you want to find out what what is happening so you can fix your life but don't judge god because that will be the beginning of your downfall remember i am god i choose whom i want to show mercy and compassion on whom i choose to i pray that the lord will help us i pray that the lord will refine our heart i pray that the lord will consistently help us and keep us always longing for him in the name of jesus i trust that you were blessed please the next episode will be teaching on how that you can capture the mercy of god how that you can bring the mercy of god to a reality in your life i trust that the lord will help us please share this podcast please share this podcast listen to this podcast you'll be blessed thank you so much once again i'm your host Ebenezer Passy